it. I had a student who missed three days and didn't plan ahead, but then I noticed just uh, that weekend uh, a lot of submissions oh. on Schoology oh, okay. where he basically caught up over a course of three hours. Wow. Hey, it's Zach, and I need to interrupt a moment because we are doing an incredibly exciting thing that requires your participation. Once a month, we will be featuring a teacher challenge on an episode and attempting to tackle the challenge between the four of us on the show. We want to hear from you about the challenges you might be facing in your classroom this year. Every teacher featured will receive a gift card, and at the end of the school year, we will draw a name randomly from all those who shared to award a $100 gift card. To share a challenge and earn a chance to win, simply call our number and leave a message. That number is 616-965-6606. Again, 616-965-6606. This is Transforming Learning. Welcome back to Transforming Learning. This is Zach. And this is Amy. And we're here with episode 63, where Eric talks with David Vermeulen, who is a middle school teacher in Montague. David and Eric are talking about student self-paced instruction in Schoology and how he uses this to differentiate for students, to reach students who are absent, and to give students some choice in their learning. So here's Eric and David. David Vermeulen, thank you for joining me and taking some time uh, outside your classroom here to have you share with our listeners um, some of the great things you've been doing in your classroom. Sure. Um, David, uh, before we kind of jump into some of the techniques that you implement in your classroom, can you share with our listeners some of your background, uh, where you teach, grade level? Sure. I teach um, eighth grade U.S. history uh, in Montague, Michigan. It's a small rural school, um, class sizes of typically 25 to 35 students, and um, this is my 23rd year teaching okay. eighth grade. All right, very good. And uh, so I've had the pleasure of coming in your classroom and observe and had a chance to work with you, David, and um, one of the things that you are implementing this year, but I believe you started last year, was kind of some self-pacing, allowing kids to self-pace their instruction. Is that Mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Um, Yeah. Can you share a little bit uh, of how you're bringing that in or even kind of start out with why uh, you want to get into allowing that self-paced instruction and then some of the benefits that you're seeing? Last year, I I tried uh, working on self-pacing a bit um, for a few reasons. One is I really had a group of students that were functioning at a very high level who seemed bored yeah. and, and wanted to do to move ahead more quickly. Um, secondly, I had some students with a lot of absences, mm-hmm. and I really felt like I was missing those students, um, not finding a way to uh, help them stay on pace. Um, some students were missing school with anxiety issues, okay. and I really felt badly that they were missing um, because it, I knew they had legitimate issues they were working with, and that missing school was just kind of piling on their anxiety. Oh, yeah. So for those two reasons, really, the two ends, two extremes, 
Um, you had two different needs, really. Yes, yeah. <laughs> two extremely different <laughs> needs. Um, I, I I wanted to find a way to do that. So with your help, I was able to to do Schoology as a a tool to to work on self pacing. So yeah, you've you've been using Schoology as your learning management system, yes. really. As far as what I was doing before I used this technology, um, I've been able to to translate. M- my lessons, the Google Docs I already had stored into mm-hmm. the student work. The difference is I'm recording my lessons and putting them into Schoology. I'm recording my use of my student uh, documents, Google Docs, in Schoology. Okay. Um, and then the assessments and um, formative assessments are are in Schoology as well. So. So. It's- Essentially, your students do a lot, most of their stuff, or find most of their stuff in Schoology. Yes. Um, but now you have just brought it in in Schoology. They have the, it's called student completion. Mm-hmm. And you set up the rules and allow the kids to work through. You might have an assignment, a quiz, another assignment, a link to a video that they're going to watch. Um, and, and you can set up. The, the sequencing now, correct? Yes. Um, so I start each new unit with a self-assessment okay. that they turn in, and then they go right into uh, video lessons that I've created. Right. Um, they're, they're video lessons of you. Me. Screencasting, essentially. Yes, okay. using Screencastify. Uh, I put quick checks in, which would be short quizzes of on information i also have videos of me reading the textbook that's related to the section that i just did the lesson on so they get the information twice um in the lesson i've taught they're recording in the reading of the textbook they're also doing some recording along the way okay and so they've have some notes to work off of and then the quick check is just to hold them accountable it's like a little formative assessment of, yeah. of that they're learning what they need to kind learn. A couple quick little questions. Type yeah, of thing. five to ten questions okay. usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what things are you noticing um, that your students are taking away from um, kind of having control of, of the pace of their learning, David? Well, um, I've had students tell me they're leaving. Mm. I'm right now we have parent teacher conference week. I have five students who've contacted me that they're leaving. Like they're they're moving, moving out oh, no. of the... Well, no, they're they're in the district, but we're going hunting or we're going away oh. because it's parent teacher week. So this is a week we can leave. I'm taking uh, a week long vacation <laughs> yes, right now. Absolutely. Yes, that's that's what's happening. And they see that there's going to be three half days and they think some parents take advantage of that in a way and say, "Well, we're going to take a vacation." Yeah. Uh but so the a real benefit is for whatever reason that they're not there, they can still maintain or work ahead. Okay. Um, so that, that's been really good. I had a student who missed three days and didn't plan ahead, but then I noticed just uh, that weekend uh, a lot of submissions oh. on Schoology oh, where okay. he basically caught up over a course of three hours. Wow and sent in a lot of information of things that he had completed. So when he came back to school, he was... On Monday, he was pretty much caught up. Wow, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, originally you started by differentiating for your higher kids, those mm-hmm. lower kids that were missing, but are you finding 
most of your class is is benefiting from this? I think so. Um, I'm trying to get more creative with ways to offer things at the end of a unit that uh, students can go in different directions. Yeah. So they all get the basic foundation by doing similar um, activities in a particular order that I can set with Schoology. But then they'll have more options of how they're going to uh, review the materials and then uh, do projects to demonstrate their learning. Okay, differentiating there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's that's your next step, huh? Yes, (laughs) trying to. um, So far, I've, I've I've given them a few different options of different kinds of activities to do to review, but I really want to make assessments. Um, vary more. So uh, the first two units this year, for example, students took tests, but they also could do a Socratic seminar and test out by um, having a conversation and demonstrating their knowledge of the learning targets that way. Okay. Uh, I'd like to expand that more if possible into other assessment options. All right, good. Yeah, differentiating and um, varying it up for the students. Yes. Okay. What what do you what do you see are, are kind of some of the, the big benefits from having this instruction uh, where kids can pace their own instruction, David? Well, uh, one obvious benefit has been students come in and they want me to move things along so they can get moving on. Their, <laughs> they, I mean, I've seen an increased motivation. Uh, you know, I do guide. I don't teach the lessons anymore to mm-hmm. the whole class because they're on video. Mm. So I do guided readings of the chapter sections okay. as a way of just getting another t- take on what we're learning. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're glad to interact, but they don't want it to take too long because they want to <laughs> get moving and, and pick up where they left they're off. They're motivated to move through the yes. lesson at their own pace. Yes, and I do set a schedule on the board um, of where we are in a sense of, to give them a sense of this would be a good pace to follow. Okay, good. If you're ahead of this, smart. You're, you're, you should be feeling good about this. And if you're falling behind, you might want to treat some of this as homework yeah. or go to a teacher consultant hour and do some catching up. Okay, yeah, because we, we won't say that your whole curriculum, your whole school year is self-paced, but you're doing this within a, like, a chapter or a unit, is that yes. correct? Okay. So when they get toward the end of a unit, if they're ahead, they have other options for review and assessment. Okay. And if they're if they fall behind, I might hold them to a more traditional sequence when we get toward the end. Sure. And I might even delete some requirements to get them okay. caught up. Good. So good. Yeah. Well, I think this is really powerful because you know we've talked about self-paced instruction for. I mean, decades, really, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when the teacher is trying to manage all that, it's really difficult. But by you bringing in technology, in your case specifically using Schoology, and your kids are on their Chromebooks mm-hmm. to be able to do this, um, it sounds like it's a lot more efficient uh, for you finally to get this accomplished. It sure is. I mean, uh, with the universal design for learning and the goals of student engagement and student choice, it just feels like... Both those things are 
much more easy to implement using yeah. this technology. Well, David, thank you for uh, taking the time again to, to share your strategy of self-paced instruction mm -hmm. through the uh, use of your learning management system. Um, if any of our listeners out there wanted to try to connect with you and find out how are you doing this, what's it look like in your classroom, sure. is there a best way that they can contact you? Uh, that's a good question. Can they contact me as a member of Schoology? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they might be able to search for you in Schoology. Yeah, yeah, I'm at Montague Area Public Schools, and my uh, Gmail address is posted there at Montague Area okay. Public Schools website. And that, your email, do you mind just sharing that real quick? No, uh, it's a long one. It's a uh, Vermeulen. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it in our show notes too. <laughs> okay, Vermeulen D at mapsk12.org. Okay. Vermeulen, V E R M E U L E N. Vermeulen D at mapsk12.org. Perfect. David, again, thank you for the time you're sharing, and uh, really, uh, hopefully, this uh, gets out to some of our listeners and they try some of these same strategies. All right, thank you. So that was Eric and David talking about self-paced instruction. Amy, what did you think? I think my biggest takeaway of this is really thinking about the power of Schoology and the self-paced instruction to break down the school walls, the school hours, so that students can really learn at their own pace at any time of day and in any location. They don't have to be even in the classroom. Definitely. And, and one of those barriers that he talked about breaking down actually was assessment specifically and he mentioned, I love this, that students could replace the test with something else. He wanted to find more ways to assess. And the example that he gave was discussion. He said Socratic seminars were an option instead of the test, which I thought was really compelling because now students can talk about their learning and that can prove that they understand it. And when we give kids choices, we know that they are often much more compelled to complete the task and to go a little bit deeper into their learning. Very true. Well, that was episode 63. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening. If you haven't yet deduced, at CBD, we believe the best kind of professional growth comes from conversations with other professionals. So we have devoted ourselves to ensuring any educator anywhere can have that opportunity. Our virtual coaching service guarantees that. Check us out on cbdconsulting.com slash elevate edu. You can share thoughts with just an email or quick text or dive right into a conversation by phone or video chat. We look forward to hearing from you.